Timbali Ntuli, the former DA youth leader, is uh, throwing uh, down the gauntlet to uh, John Steenhuisen and suggesting that they do a series of public debate, debates. And now we know that the both are competing for the top position of DA leader. And uh, Ntuli says the public uh, can't vote for the DA's next leader, but citizens need to see for themselves uh, the quality and the differences in her and Steenhuisen's political differences, according to uh, independent newspapers. So we thought we would speak to Mbali and find out exactly what she has in mind. Mbali, good evening and thank you very much for your time on Afternoon Drive today. Uh, tell me exactly what you see happening in terms of these debates, if John Steenhuisen indeed agrees to have them with you. Good evening, Joanne. And firstly, I just want to say thank you so much for your contributions to 702. I'm very sad that you're leaving, but I wish you all the best in your future endeavours. Thank you so much for that, Mbali. I really do appreciate it. I think that John Steenhuisen and I have some very different paths that we want to take the Democratic Alliance down. And I think that it's important to have those views ventilated, not only in the party, but as people who are going to be running the second biggest opposition party and potentially running as the prospective presidential candidates of these parties, that the wider South African audience actually gets to know where each of us will intend to take the Democratic Alliance. I think it's important in our democracy, and I think for too long we've had political parties that want to hide behind corners and don't want to be transparent and accountable. In fact, as a Democratic Alliance, we have been saying this for many years. John Steenhuisen has been saying this for many years. And that's why I think that it's the opportune time to show the country that we are willing to put ourselves on the block and to have the scrutiny um, you know, uh, done to us. And I think it's important. So, so this is interesting. I mean, you, you, you are challenging John Steenhuisen to four televised debates. And this is a very common occurrence in countries like the United States. Why do you think it doesn't occur more here in Bali? Well, not just the United States, the UK, South Korea, uh, Japan, various uh, democracies are actually utilizing this to show their electorate that uh, they need to be able to vet candidates. I think it doesn't happen more here because we've really had a culture of having a new democracy where we've really um, allowed particularly our governing party to get off the hook of being able to debate. And because they've had such a vast majority, they've been able to do that with impunity. But I think that even as the official opposition, we can really set the precedent and the trend that this is what should be happening. And I hope to see different uh, ANC, IFP and other parties uh, deliberating the same kind of thing in their own races internally, because I think it's always good for democracy to have transparency like that amongst leaders. And I think that if the DA is willing to champion and uh, get excited about being the first in terms of digital democracy, this is certainly something that they should be championing as people that believe that they are the custodians of liberal tradition. I've just got a question for you around public interest, right? I'm wondering, with the declining DA fortunes in recent months, do do viewers actually care about what's happening between two people who are vying for the top DA position? I certainly hope so. And I think if they don't, then they would if they saw that they could see leaders who might be relatable to them and might get them interested in the DA again. That's what I'm hoping that these uh, particular debates will do. And I mean, I make no, um, you know, uh, 
uh, folly of the fact that John has had a number of months of having his corona cast and the advantage of being the incumbent leader. And so he has been able to really articulate some of his views. And I think that the public might want to know that there are people in the DA that diverge on some of those views and that if they're still interested in having at the very least, even just an accountable opposition, that they should hear what each of those particular members who are vying for the top candidate's job uh, have to say. Are you keen to take on DA uh, Gauteng leader John Moody in any of these debates? I'm keen to take on anyone who wants to talk about the future of the DA in South Africa. I think that John Moody would be a great person to debate, but obviously... Strategically, it only makes sense to really challenge the incumbent. But if John Moody would like to be on the debate, I'm very happy to also debate him. I have great respect for John Moody. So, so let me ask you about this. If you were to get into a debate with either or both of these leaders, what are the big topics that you'd like to cover? I think, importantly, we have to cover the economy. We have to cover redress. We have to cover the way that we want to see our country post-COVID. And for me in particular, we have to cover what we're going to do about the huge issue about our young people who are sitting at home, 12 million of them without jobs, even some of them who are particularly graduates. And then there are issues that some people believe on the periphery, but for me are as equally important. Issues like our green economy, ecological crisis, and the fact that we really have neglected Section 24 of our uh, constitution which speaks to our wildlife and our environment. And I think that the DA needs to ventilate these issues. I think we need to show that we are an inclusive party, that we are a party that cares, and that we are a party that goes forward. As a leader, I want to talk about the economy that isn't going to be focused just on profits, but is actually going to be focused on a partnership between government and uh, business that really tries to have a stakeholder economy that speaks to all people having an equal opportunity to take part, an economy that actually feeds the hungry, an economy that actually talks about teaching our kids and providing education that they can use to better their lives, an economy that speaks about caring for people and that is more ethical than one that we have seen at the moment. And I don't see how any person wouldn't want to debate those kinds of points when we find ourselves as the most unequal country in the world and are constantly having conversations, even about something as simple as offering a basic minimum wage. I really think these are the kinds of issues that we need to be ventilating in the DA, particularly because we are seen as a party that doesn't care about these issues. And I'm saying I do, and I know many people in the DA do, and I want that to be the forefront of our agenda. I see that a decision has been made for this conference to be held as a virtual one after the Federal Council signed off on it. But you and John Moody are expressing reservations about that. Why, Mbali? Uh, completely. I mean, I mean, I accept the position that the party is going to have the virtual conference. But as I said, um, both to our Federal Council and as I have written to the chairperson, there are a number of flaws with the system of voting online and its architecture. Some of the flaws are that we can't verify who will be voting. We can't make sure that myself or my team will actually be able to see that the votes that are being cast are actually allocated to the right candidates. We can't see that um, anything uh, that happens in that system can't be forwarded in terms of a link. But what we do think is that we must claim the victory of the fact that federal council did agree to my calls to make this a fully deliberative 
uh, Congress rather than a purely elective one, because that would have meant that we would have just had a one-day election to elect a leader, which would have been a farce of an election. So, so what is the outcome to that? Are you waiting to hear back from the DA's electoral team on this, or have they said, uh, this, this is our final say on the matter, it is going to be a virtual uh, vote? We, we are still waiting to hear a response from Ivan Mayer. He did undertake, even at the Federal Council, that he would be coming back to us, and I have written to him formally again. Uh, so we are waiting to hear what he has to say and how he can clarify and reassure us as all candidates, not just myself, that the voting will be safe and secure on this digital platform. All right, thank you very much for speaking to me, Mbalin Tuli. She's a former DA Youth League leader and, of course, uh, I should say youth leader. And uh, she has challenged both John Steenhuisen and John Moody to a debate ahead of the virtual conference in a few months.